Blog Talk Radio.
Good, good evening. This is the next chapter. I am Joy Joy, and of course, I have my awesome and therapeutic co-host on the line, Mr. A-Town. Mr. A-Town. Hey, that's me. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey, 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 hey. It's Friday. It's Friday, and I'm so happy it's Friday. Oh my goodness! Yeah. This week has been good. It's been it's been good. It's been a little trying, but it's been been it's been very very good. I'm happy it's Friday. Um, again, you guys apologize for not starting exactly um, at eight o'clock. A little technical difficulties, but we are online. We have an awesome show for you guys. We're going to be interviewing the awesome actor Corey Jackson, which I'm really really excited about that. Um, he is actually starring in. A uh, show that I'm that I'm really I'm really kind of interested in um, watching and tuning into called the Crisis Hotline. So we're gonna be doing having a, we're gonna be having um, a little chat with him and, and and getting to know a little bit about him and his journey and his next chapter. Um, an actor known as Notorious Nick. So I'm kind of interested in getting to know where that came from, but I'm very very excited as well. Um, our topic for tonight is legacy and legacies and leaving legacies and how important um, legacies are to us and what it means to us and, and all that good stuff. So we have an awesome show, you guys. If you guys, as always, as usual, want to tune in and call, chime in, call in, have any questions or want to just, you know, add to the conversation, if you want to uh, have some questions for our our guest who's going to be coming on tonight, Mr. Jackson, you can call us at 646-668-2574. And since we haven't been on, we haven't been on in a couple of weeks, we haven't been on in a couple of weeks, it's kind of busy, everybody's schedule just kind of, you know, kind of hectic, but we're on. So just to kind of catch up with everybody and to see, you know, what's been going on, Mr. Aton, what's been going on on your side and, what's, and, and your life? Oh, my goodness. Um, been, went through a long Tedious divorce. It is over. Um, hey. God was good. Ended everything in what I call my favor. And in other words, you know, I don't do the weekend dad thing. I'm not the kind of dude that I'm happy to see my kids every other weekend or once during the week. So I got my full 50% custody. And, Amen. Um, Amen. You know, I'm officially divorced and you know, that took a lot of weight off because I have not dated or done anything because I never wanted to be the dude who was married but ain't really married and got to answer Ooh, all those I questions applied. and stuff. I you know what I'm saying? And I, I, that. I, I, I and I Thank you. And I, I didn't want to bring anybody into it or I have to tell all or tell that story. You know, that it just right. seemed tedious to me. And so, yeah. um, you know, now I'm to the point where I can actually, you know, go and talk to somebody and not have to give a long explanation of how things are moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. And and, and that took a... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, A-Town. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying it took a toll on me, you know, so, um, and I didn't realize how much until it actually ended. And then I was just like, wow, this, this was a big emotional suck, you know, to, Clinically, we say that's the aha moment where, you know, you, yeah. you get to that realization and you're like, okay, wow, this was, this was more than I thought. And I actually told my supervisor, I said, you know, I thought because I was helping the kids go through it and they were 
well-balanced and well-functioning, that I was well-balanced and right. well-functioning. And my supervisor looked at me and then just looked at me like and shook his head and laughed. <laughs> he said, no. <"Nah."> <laughs> <laughs> like, as a therapist, you should know better. And I'm just like, yeah. Right, right, right. Right. Well, I applaud you. I really got to applaud. Well, one, I want to say congratulations because um, I've never been married and went to a divorce, but I know that there's some things that can be kind of messy, especially when you have children involved and all that. But I do want to say congratulations. Mm-hmm. Just being able to, to complete that chapter and able to move into your next chapter. Um, so that's I think that's really pivotal. Um, and um, as well, I applaud you for um, just being able to um, have that, how can I say it, that self, I can't even think of the word, but just being able to get to a point where you say, you know what, I'm not going to move on to another relationship until I have actually completed um, one or ended one and just be able to move into that next chapter into my next relationship healthy in a healthy manner, not having to do a whole lot of explaining. And one, not even not even to the person that you're with, but to your children. Because you, when you have children involved, especially in a situation, you you know you have to they have to be able to be okay with it and, and understand. You know, it's still mom mm-hmm. dad, but it's just not mom dad together. So and you got to be able to give them time. And so I applaud you for that as being a man and just stepping back and saying, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna really move forward in a relationship until I've actually completed this one fully. You know, and so I, I applaud you for that. I really really do applaud you for that. Um, well, you guys, um, I don't mean to cut you short, A-Town. I really, really don't. But we do have our guest, who, uh, Mr. Corey Jackson, who has already called in. We want to go ahead and get him on the line. You guys, we're going to go to some music. We're going to go to a song really, really quick. And then when we come back, we're going to have after Corey Jackson on the line. We're going to talk to him for a bit, um, see what's going on with him, and see, hey, and see um, – his next chapter is looking for him so again this is the d hour radio network i am your girl joy joy and i have my lovely host i'm not going to say co-host i'm going to say host because that's that's just what it is if i'm not he follows up so i'm going to say my lovely and therapeutic host a sound with me <laughs> as always. I, am. I, I, I thought about that i was like how can i introduce him and so what would just be the best word to introduce him so i have to say therapeutic because you guys, he helps me. He really does. And we're able to talk and just be able to talk through some things. And so that's so important for me. So I have my awesome and therapeutic host with me, Mr. A-Town. So right now we're about to get into the music. We're going to listen to, uh, I don't know, let's see. Um, what am I feeling? Uh, we're going to do boy, Bodhi, two words. Let's see what they got to say. This is the DRA Network, y'all. Your loyalty I never feel So loving me is something you just told me I wish you would have kept it real Cause all the lies that you were telling you don't owe me Girl, you're not obligated to hold me down And since you found out that I made it You came around All I have is to work you. All I have is to work. Fuck 
our final conversation Cause this bullshit that you talking has got me losing my patience Yeah, you told me that you had me when prison was my vacation But that nigga that you fucking, you labeled as my replacement So, I'm trying to work, but you killing my concentration There's nothing else to speak on involving this situation I was gone a couple years, and you got sick of all the waiting And the truth is, you got lonely, but I'm man enough to face it So, why am I even wasting circulation on a woman in denial who has no sense of observation? I've accepted you moved on. We are no longer relating, but I can feel there's something wrong because you keep on hesitating. What? Should I listen or even have concern? Because you have chose to play with fire and now you suffering the burn. Your heart is now an ass and regret is on the earth. I'm sorry, baby girl. You have lessons to learn. I wish. I wish. I wish you loved me like you used to Oh I wish you loved me like you used to Oh baby I wish you loved me like you used to Fuck you Realizing that you hurt me to the core Made a promise to myself that it won't happen anymore Cause I've adjusted to the fact that we are no longer a couple And I'm thankful we have chosen not to go through all this trouble of Trying to heal a broken heart that's overshadowed Cause apologies are nothing in this matter So I follow in your steps to go and find someone that's better That'll stand up when this life is forecasting inclement weather You'll be standing in the rain when you lose your fella, and I can be walking by, but I ain't sharing my umbrella. They said a woman's scorn is a nightmare to a nigga, so I'm about to show the world a good man gone bitter. Thought you was my Cinderella, till you lost your glass slipper. Now you're tardy to the party of a real ass nigga. Karma is a mother, is the motto of the year. So every time you think about me, these are words that you gon' hear. Let's fuck you. Your loyalty you never fear. So loving me is something you just told me I wish you would have kept it real Cause all the lies that you were telling you don't owe me Girl, you're not obligated Girl, you're not obligated Girl, you're not obligated to hold me down I wish you loved me like you used to You came around, so it's fuck you <laughs> So it's fuck you I- since you found out that I made it, it's fuck you. Two words, two words. I wish you loved me like you used to. Fuck you. We back. Hello? My people.
Hello? All righty, all righty, all righty, guys. This is the next chapter. This is your girl, Joy Joy. And again, you guys, I do apologize. It seems like we are having technical difficulties, but I do apologize. We are back. We are back. This is the next chapter. I am. This is your girl, Joy Joy. I do have my therapeutic host, Mr. A-Town, on the line. Mr. A-Town, are you there? Yes, ma'am. I wasn't sure, but now I am. Okay. Yes, sir. We are live. I do apologize. I don't know what's going on, but we have everything up and up, up and running. We're going to go ahead and bring on our guest, Mr. Corey Jackson, and just do a little brief introduction. He is known for, Mr. Corey Jackson is an actor known for Notorious Nick, Everyday Black Man, and the one I'm interested in checking out, which comes out in June on BOD and DVD, The Crisis Hotline. If you guys can please welcome to the DR Network the next chapter, Mr. Corey Jackson. Mr. Corey Jackson? Hi, how you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are live. You are <laughs> on the next chapter. Thank you so much for, again, thank you so much for, yes, sir, for congregating with us and just coming on with us. So, um, I'm let's just start so off excited with to be on here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited to have <laughs> you. Well, thank you just for taking the time. Um, just to speak with us, um, and first to get, get to know a little bit more about you. Um, before I brought you on, I did a little introduction and um, just mentioning some of the things that you've been involved in. Um, for instance, um, Notorious Notorious Nick, Everyday Black Man, and the one, like I said before, I'm interested in really checking out, which comes out in June, is Crisis Hotline. Before we get into all that, Mr. Jackson, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into acting? Um, well, I'm from uh, born and raised in Vallejo, Vallejo, California. Uh, and I, um, it's like an area close to San Francisco. And I, I've always loved film ever since I was little, but I, I never knew how to get into it because I, I wasn't from a film family. So I just always admired it from afar. Um, but I, um, I always loved movies. I loved going to movies and, I worked at a music store where we sold videos because I'm old and uh, we still had okay. video rentals back then. So, yeah. I, um, <laughs> so, I saw, so I used to watch all the movies. I used to watch old movies with my grandmother and I, I always wanted to be in there. So I went in behind the camera trying to be like a historian or be like a director. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of went, I went to the art academy um, for directing and then I kind of was a terrible director. So everybody put me in okay. front of the camera, so I started acting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they were like, you know, we need yeah. the front of a camera. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So what has been, I guess, what or who? Um, I, I, I ask this kind of off the wall because when I, when, I, um, when I see, when I'm scrolling on social media and I see actors and actresses, and I always just kind of wonder, you know, where they came from, how they get start, how they got started, um, what is their motivation? Mm-hmm. So for yourself, what has been your biggest motivation and push to um, just be the best actor that you can be or um, when, you, when you were told, you know, I, I think we need you in front of the camera opposed to behind the camera. What is that one thing that just kind of keeps you going and, and, and moving? Well, I think we, even when I was wanted to do stuff behind the camera, I had, um, like, I wanted to have, I had something to say, you know. I wanted to bring my voice out, and um, yes. I wanted to do it behind the camera. But then when you transfer it to in front of the camera, you – you still have something to say, you know, you still have something to bring right. out. Like you have, have all these characters to bring to the world. But I think that I was able to, um, to like have all this, um, you, when you, when you can act, you have all these people that you have inside you that you can give to the world and you can give, you can express it out to the camera. And I think that's what I like to give. I want to let it all out, you know? And that was, that was my outlet. Um, the media. Yeah. About you. So, and, and when you said that you that there's different, you have these different people inside of you. Is it hard for you to separate, you know, Corey Jackson the actor from just Corey Jackson? Is it usually hard to kind think, of jump in and out of character for yourself? Well, I think um, like Corey Jackson, like the person, is is more shy and and reserved. But then when you act, you're able to to let all these other parts of you, because there is a part that wants to be outgoing. And when there's a, a script or a character that allows you to do that, that part of Corey is able to be activated and come out, you know, in that in the in the script or in the movie or in the play. And I think that that's um, that's what I love because usually in life you can't you're not going to be able to like you know drive fast in a car or yell at somebody a certain right. way. You can't you can't go off on somebody right. and right. get away with it in a movie. But you can do it in a scene and you can do it, but. In real life, you have to be more reserved. You have to be you have to be the good person. You know, you have to be you have to be a, a well mannered human being. Right. Got you. Okay. Okay. So yeah. basically, so basically, um, you for acting for you has been your outlet. That's been where oh, you know yeah. what I I can get on here and just just let it all out. Just let it all out. Oh. Now, did you have oh, yeah. did you ever have to take like any, oh, Yes, definitely. And I and I write <laughs> and and for me, um, my write is my therapy. And exactly what you oh, said, yeah, you know, you can't, you can't walk into a, a room and start yelling at people and, and cussing out people or walk <laughs> into your job and, and do that. So, I mean, you really can't, even though we want to. And I've had episodes, I remember one time I had a situation at work where I was just like, oh, my goodness. I really, and I had, and I pictured, it was all in my head. It was a situation where I was, I was just, you know, it was, I was at that point. And in my head, I wanted to jump over a couple of desks and get to a person. And I was like, well, you know what? Oh, yeah. I... That. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can write it down, though. You can write it. Yes. Yes. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. And after I did that, I felt so much better. I was like, ooh, and I oh, played yeah. it out so well. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to leap up on this one, and then I'm going to, you know, bounce myself off of this one and get to this one, and then I'm going to be right there where I need to be. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I was like, no, just write it down. Just write it down. And yeah. after I did that, I felt so much better. I felt so much better. So I totally understand. I totally, totally get that. Okay. Now, um, I want to ask you about – 
Um, I've never heard of Notorious Nick. Can you tell me a little bit about yeah. Notorious Nick and yeah, Notorious Nick is uh, hasn't come out yet. It's um, it's still okay. in um, post production. So it's and it's coming out. It's about a a, a one arm MMA fighter who um, okay. went up the ranks. It was filmed in Sacramento, and um, and it's 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 it should be out next year. And that one is going to okay. be fun. I just I play a referee in there. So uh, okay, okay. And you said it was a one arm MMA. Yeah, one arm MMA. Yes. Yeah, it's a one-armed okay. MMA fighter, and um, it's through his struggles of like people doubting him and telling him that like you know you're not going to be able to make it or you're not going to be able to do what you you need to do because you have one arm. Wow. And um, him, it's like a kind of like a Rocky story, you know, where he comes up and and uh, triumphs. Got you. Okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah. That yeah. sounds real interesting. Um, as well, the yeah. one that I I really 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 want to uh, take a look at and get into, um, which come out in June is Crisis Hotline. Can you talk a little bit about oh, Crisis yeah. Hotline? Yeah, Crisis, Crisis Hotline is, is, is really, like, um, a big one for me because that started the wave of – because I, I had done Everyday Black Man um, with mm-hmm. uh, Tessa Thompson and um, Omari Hardwick way back, um, like, um, okay. 10 years ago. And then this one was another role that I was starring in, and it just came, like, ex- almost exactly 10 years later than that one so it's, it, you can't right. you kind of get like these drought seasons when you're acting yeah. or when you're when you're writing too you know you get drought and then you come back and you get up i was doing little things between them but this one was a big big movie to me and it was a local movie it's an independent movie and it's about um the um lgbd lg oh, i can't even say it <laughs> um community and we i yes. know we, please edit that out because i cannot um <laughs> i can't talk you're fine. About that, but lgtbq <laughs> there we go thank I you gotcha. thank you now, did you call, did you tape that and just put it every time i need to say it just put that in there okay <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's about that i'm a, i play somebody at the cross uh, crisis hotline and um somebody calls in that is wants to commit suicide wants to hurt other people too and I'm on the phone talking to him, um, trying to trying okay. to slim down and try to get to the bottom of what's going on. Yeah, wow. so my question is my question is this because for three years at an outpatient I worked the crisis uh-huh. line. So my oh, question wow. is, how did you train for this and yes. how much of an emotional toll did it take to play this and deal with the situation? Good question. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for working at the line. That that is outpatient. That's awesome, man. For what you do, and that that's a that's really stressful and is really. I did it for like a week as for college, and I did a um, suicide hotline. You know, um, yeah. but it's I I um I I trained by just um like looking up online um some stuff about like you know mental health and also about like helping people volunteers. And also mm-hmm. called some of the lines prior to the uh, to doing the movie. I called the lines and just talked to some of the people. You only can talk to them for a little bit because you're kind of bothering them because they have important things to do. But I tried <laughs> to reach out to as many people. <laughs> and I also like emailed a couple <laughs> couple people. I got to go in there saying that okay, I have a problem. No, I really want to just talk to you about this movie I'm going to do. I want to know what you're expecting. No, I but I um, right. I kind of emailed them too and asked them about like what was what 
what they went through and how, how emotionally attached they get to their calls, you know? Um, and it is, it did take a, a toll on me. And I think that the a director, um, Mark, Mark Swab really like described it to me and he gave me movies to watch. Like there was a Cine Portier movie. Um, it was called, uh, ah, what is that movie called? Okay. The, the slender, the slender thread. And he's a crisis hotline. Oh, and, um, okay. And um, yeah, and he's talking to Ann Bancroft, who is calling to him, and he's helping her, and it's kind of like similar to the movie. Um, and I lo- I watched that movie to uh, to just get an idea of what was going on, but also I talked and did a lot of research on it too. But um, yeah, this this character gets caught up in it, you know, and it's it's a it's a very tense suspense movie. So, I bet. Has it changed? I bet. I bet. Has it changed how you look at mental health and suicide and what people are saying, like, and how you view people when they say they're going through these things? Has it had any real-life changes or insights for you? Well, yeah, it does, because I think, like, um, as, like, like it's, it's um, I think that, like, in the black community, like, we don't pay attention to our mental health as much as we should, you know? And exactly, yeah. I have... For a while, I, I have gotten into it, but you also, like, you get into, like, when you're, if you're just a human being on this planet, you need to talk to somebody. And I think that you dabble yes. in it and go, okay, I need to talk to somebody, but then you're like, oh, I don't have time. This is not helping me. But I've gone back and forth into it, so I've been in that world to know that you do need somebody to come in there. And, and just for this movie to, I mean, I know it's a suspense movie and it's a, it's a thriller, but it's also showing you that everybody needs to talk to somebody at some point, you know, and everybody needs to do it. Especially exactly. people in the black community. We need to, we need to advocate for that because like we struggle too, but our, our pride, you know, yeah. even if you have to go to church or do it or try to find somebody to talk to, it's just, it's something good. And it, it gives me a, a, a full respect for it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we had actually we, a couple of shows ago, we talked about mental health awareness and how important it is because I'm a very big advocate of mental health and mental health, excuse me, I'm getting tongue-tied, mental health and mental health awareness, especially in the black community. Um, Because for whatever reason, we just, like you said, I don't know if it's pride, time, whatever it is, we just don't do it and we don't think it's important. But not even only that, we feel like we can um, help ourselves. You know, I got it. I'll do it. I'll handle it. I don't need that. So um, I believe, and like I said, I'm, I, I was I was just doing a little research on the movie when I found out we're going to be interviewing you, and I am totally excited to listen to to get into Crisis Hotline. Um, and I think oh, thank you. Lately, and of course, yeah, I'm going to rise and because I hope I don't get triggered. Like, <laughs> I remember that. Because <laughs> um, at the outpatient, it was for people on parole and probation dual diagnosis co-occurring. So. Um, the um the counselors we used to take turns during the crisis line so I mean it was a it was a one month period where I got like two to three suicide calls a week and wow. so it was so over the three years like it was it it got I didn't even recognize the change it had on me until when I was doing my doctorate one of the um one of the um the 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 roles that I had to do I had to do a suicide intervention and. The whole class was like, man, you were so calm when you did that because we had to do one with a partner and film it. And I was like, well, I think that's because I took three calls this week. So this is kind of like oh, wow. I didn't realize that I was that comfortable with it or that I had that kind of emotional <laughs> response to it. It's just, you know, right, it was, yeah. after three years of taking suicide calls, it just, 
it affects you. Yeah, it does. It affects so I, you. And I, I should have called you for my part. I should have called you. I'm going to see this movie now. Like, the line yes. has got me. I want to see it. Like. Yes, and I, <laughs> and and also I, my, and I really – no, go ahead, Mr. Jackson. Oh, no, I was going to say that my mom was uh, – my mom was uh, – she retired of being a pro- probation officer for 20 years. So she was in the world as well as you. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I, I yeah. get the stress from her too. Like she, what she had to go through as well, you know, dealing with people and dealing with people having getting out and trying to get back in society uh, with all the stresses and everything, you know? Yeah. That's a whole nother story right there. Yeah. That's, it that's is. a world it that is. people would not believe in. You can't, you do not recognize that world until you're in it. Cause I, no. I had to say, even when I came in it, I had a disbelief of some of the stories they told until we went out into the community to help them garner resources, and we actually experienced it because we were with them. And I'm just like, yeah. wait a minute, man. I got a, I got a master's degree in psychology. You talking to me like I just got out of prison. And it was, it was, wow. it was amazing. Yep. It, really it is. Wow. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely looking yeah, forward it's... to it. I'm definitely looking forward to Crisis Hotline. And I believe it's um... – Thank you. It's it's needed. I believe it's very much needed as well because May is uh, Mental Health Awareness um, Month, yeah. and it's it's something that we're that's so much needed. And I'm so happy that a lot of people are speaking out, um, using their platforms and and creating and developing movies that kind of speak and, and and open up a discussion for these different topics. So I'm very very excited, and not only seeing the movie but seeing you star in it. And, Thank you. Um, your role. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See your role. And so when does it come out right of June? Is that information? It comes out in June. Yes, yes, please. Yeah, please June, ele- June 11th. June 11th. Oh, yeah, June 11th. Yeah. And where can they um, go would, to? They can pre-order it right now on um, iTunes. So it's on pre-order. Okay. So, and it will come out um, on um, on all the, like, the streaming networks, you know, like um, Amazon. It should be on Amazon or VOD and all that stuff, and uh, okay. definitely on, on iTunes on June 11th. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And definitely also, I have to say to something about your yes, show. Your, you guys' show is amazing. What you guys talk about, I was listening to you guys, and I love your show. And um, the Thank topics you. you hit are very helpful to us. And you're, now you have a huge, huge, huge fan now. Thank, oh, you. thank you, thank you. That means yeah. so much. Yeah. That means so so much. Yeah, so so much. Oh, we, no. we're, we're trying to thank get it you. together. So I appreciate that. I I needed to hear that, no. and especially yeah. us. You guys, are doing, you guys are doing great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Mr. Jackson. Well, yeah. We are going to pause for a moment, and we're going to get to some music. We're uh-huh. going to come back with um, Mr. Corey Jackson, talk a little bit more, and also kind of get into our show topic as well. And pick Mr. Jackson's brain in regards to our show topic. We're going to be talking about legacies and how important they are and what it means to us. So, again, you guys, this is the D-Hour Network. This is the next chapter. We have the awesome actor, Mr. Corey Jackson. He is um, commentating this evening. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And Mm -hmm. I also, Mm -hmm. again, have (laughs) have my awesome, awesome, awesome host, therapeutic host. 
Mr. A Town as well <laughs> with me as always. He is he is my yes. therapist. You guys I always say that when we connect. He is my <laughs> therapy and I appreciate him so much. So again, you guys, we're gonna go ahead and get some again, if you guys want to call in, have any questions, or just wanna chime in on our topic for this evening, you can hit us up at six four six 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 eight two five seven four. This is the next chapter and we're gonna go ahead and get into some music, you guys.
put a rough and fake cause it's a couple phony. I don't want my time and drain my energy. No blueprints so you can get to me. Friends quick to paint a tip in front of me. I move far, but I watch them all closely. On the ground legs, so you know I'm hella tired. Oh, y'all bitches in my ear, I don't even buy it. Are we there? Hello? Hey, welcome to the Ready D Hour Radio Network. This is the next chapter. This is your girl, Joy Joy. And I have my therapeutic host, Mr. A-Town, on the line. And as well, we do have with us after Corey Jackson in the building this evening. Mr. Corey, Corey Jackson, are you still with us, sir? I am right here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Again, you guys, this is the next chapter. Leaving away, tossing away all that old stuff, stepping into our new, new shit. Like I always like to say, it feels good. It feels really, really good for myself to be able to say that. Um, Just to be doing a new thing and and getting rid of the old and and starting something new. So to jump into our, um, again, we we do have our actor, I'm our guest, excuse me. After Corey Jackson on the line, we're going to um, ask him a little bit more questions, but I just want to tap in on our show topic this evening, which is legacies. And um, one thing I like to do on the show is I like to um, uh, do a quote. I didn't do it at the beginning of the show, but I like to do a quote. And I like to have the quotes um, kind of be geared around the show topic and what we're talking about. 
Um, so again, the show topic is legacy, legacies, and um, the quote that I found that was that was that was kind of geared around um, our our topic today was from William James, and it says, "The great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it." Um, for me, hmm. legacies are so so important. Are so so important, and not only um, for ourselves, but for those that we're going to leave behind when we um, move on, or not even that when we move on, but when we, you know, have gotten to that point where, you know, I'm calling it quits, and I'm just ready to just kind of sit back and chill and enjoy the rest of my life. Um, so I really, really, truly believe in legacies and um, not only, but how they benefit those that are coming up behind us. And the question, the question, excuse me, that I, that I kind of, that I raised um, when I was thinking about the topic was, um, what does it mean to you? What do legacies mean to you? How important is leaving a legacy and what type of legacy do you want to leave? So um, I'm going to ask you just kind of go around the room, go around the room and just each, everybody just kind of chime in on um, you know, a le- what legacy means to them. And if you want to answer all three questions or just answer one, that's fine. Um, but just kind of get some dialogue going in regards to um, legacy and, and legacy. So I'm going to ask our guest, um, Mr. Jackson, if he wants to um, chime in first on our show topic, okay. if, you, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. So on, um, again, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to um, uh, say the questions again. So um, what okay. does it mean to you? What do legacies mean to you? How important is leaving a legacy? And what type of legacy do you do you want to leave? Um, yeah, legacies are really important. Um, I believe that you know if you you it, if you have a legacy within your family, or if you see somebody do something, or you know that you do something, it gives you a sense of pride. So if you know that your family has accomplished something, or that you have done something, you know you can 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 also strive to that or you have that in you or you've seen it happen before. And I think that's why legacies are really important to show young people that, you know, it has been done and that you can do right. it that way or you can do it even more, you know? And I think that's right. what legacies are there. They're there to be to to to, to inspire and also to to match and and surpass. Right. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um A Town. What's what's your uh, spiel on it? How do you feel about legacies? How important are they to well, you? Um, what type of legacy would you like to leave? Well, um, you know, I, I, I get all my clinical things, so I'm, I'm going to yes. make mine kind of a, a dual answer. So okay. legacy is one thing. Um, my quote for legacy is um, James Baldwin, and it says, okay. our children mm-hmm. have always failed to listen to us. But they've never failed to imitate us. Oh my! And so, oh wow! <laughs> and, and, and so, and so, the legacy that I'm talking about is a legacy of how to live life. Like, and legacies are what you leave behind, and it is a part and parcel of it. But my focus on it now is mainly what do I leave behind about teaching my children how to navigate life and how to get what they want. Not necessarily leaving them a treasure, but leaving them the ability to create and find their own treasure. 
And so it's, in family theory, it's this thing called multi-generational transmissions. And those are things that we unknowingly pass down from generation to generation that cause stress, distress, anxiety, and other dysfunction in mm-hmm. the family members. And so my goal, my legacy is to stop my multi-generational transmissions and to pass down not mm. stress-filled negative things, but to, to produce lifelong lessons and, and, and ways of living, not like rigid, like live life like this, but methods of problem-solving and finding your way where, as Bruce Lee says, you can find your true expression of yourself and then yeah. be comfortable enough in it to walk in it. So my greatest legacy is I want my daughter to grow up and say, I'm the me I want to be regardless of what anybody else thinks. And my son exactly. be able to say the same thing. You know, exactly. and of course I want to, you know, and so and personally, of course, I want to leave behind something that, that shows them that I've worked and done stuff for them. But the main thing is I want them to walk out and say, I'm the me that I want to be and I'm doing and finding my treasure, and my daddy told me I could. (laughs) And everything else would be good. Everything else would be good. Awesome. That's awesome. 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 Thank you, A-Town. Thank you, Mr. Jackson, for sharing. Uh, For myself, Mm -hmm. for myself, um, A-Town, I'm going to ask you a favor. Can you repeat the quote, and then I'm going to answer. Oh, our children have always failed to listen to us, but they've never failed to imitate us. Okay. When you said that, it, um, I almost cried, literally. And I'm very, very transparent, and I'm very, very honest. And um, I literally almost cried. And the reason I did is because, for me, legacies are so, so important. Um, my father um, was a local business owner here um, where I'm from in Texas. Um, he was a barber. He, well, he is a barber. Um, and one of his main goals was to have his own. And um, I was hard-headed child and, you know, didn't want to listen and all that stuff. But I always imitated my father. I had the hustle. I had the spirit. And I've always wanted to create something of my own. But the part that got me that made me want to cry actually was just today and this past week, my daughter's been having some issues with her history teacher. Um, and we live in an area in Texas where it's predominantly Hispanic. And so when it comes to history and, and different things that they're taught, um, as far as black history, it's very limited. And I've never had experience personally where it's always been limited, but um, I've never had a, it, it, I never had experience where, you know, I've had to um, go pretty much toe to toe and debate with a teacher because, they didn't want to talk about my history and my culture and be able to celebrate me and, and help me or lead me into the direction where I can, you know, go and start researching and find out who I am, where I come from, when my daughter's having a situation. And today um, she stood up. She stood up in a most respectful way. Um, the lady had, you know, brought up some things, and my daughter immediately stood up and said, you know what? No, that's not true. I'm not going to allow you to continue not telling the truth, um, not only for myself, but others. And I almost cried because that is me. And that's exactly who I am. That's exactly who I am. And no, she doesn't always listen. 
But he's paying attention and imitating. <laughs> he's paying attention and she if she doesn't, I love her to death. That's my enemy. But she pays attention and she's imitating me. And another reason why I think legacies are so so important, especially nowadays, is in important on in the aspect of me myself, um, the older generation, I feel like we have a responsibility to continuously um, implant and and drive in the importance of where our children, our younger generation, come from. And always remind them that, just like Mr. Jackson had mentioned before, it's been done and it can be done again. Because a lot of times I think they want us to forget, but not even forget, mm. but make it seem like it never happened. And that's so not yeah. true. Yeah. It's so not true. Yeah. We have a voice. We have made a con- contribution um, to this world, um, and we're continuing to make contributions. And so I feel like we need to teach our kids, always be respectful. I always teach my kids that, number one, you need to be always be respectful. But at the same time, you need to stand up for what's right and stand up for what's wrong. Yeah. And especially don't allow anybody to sit and just tell you anything and for you to just be yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. No, no, that's not right. That's not right. But yeah. not even that, as well as you are asking us to to celebrate and recognize other cultures, that's fine. And I'm more than happy to do that. But I want you guys to be able to uh, do that favor for me as well. I need you to celebrate me. I need you to be able to recognize my culture and understand that we do have a contribution. And yeah. stop implanting mm-hmm. excuses. And that's what basically I feel what was happening. You're starting to implant excuses. And so our younger generation grows up with excuses. Yeah. So um, yeah. th- that's, that, that's my little spiel. I'm sorry. In, in regards to <laughs> in regards What you sorry about? That was a great spiel. Yeah. Don't, don't apologize. That was a great you did too much. You did too much going off to apologize. Goes on that one. I, as your no, therapist, I signed off on it. thank you thank you but no the topic is and when when I try to think about topics and stuff like that I try to just just go with the the feeling and and, and what's kind of hidden and and what's important so what's going on now and I feel like it's it's, it's so so important and I'm going to ask you Mr. Jackson um, with you being in in this world um, and and the acting world and, and, and that environment and stuff like that how important is it for you to just have your voice heard, for you not to lose yourself, but at the same time, just like I was talking about moving in and out of characters and um, not lose yourself, but at the same time be true to self, but still do my job pretty much. I guess if I'm answer, asking the question right to where you, it makes sense. Um, where, um, that I, I still have my voice. Um, uh, I, I feel that it's um, – that, like you said, with the legacy, I believe that you you have to like. Um, um, I think that what I want to do is show people like that that you don't have to be a part of a like. I think a lot about Hollywood is that you have to be like a part of a, a family, or it's a lot of nepotism, or that you have to be in right. the, in the wheel. But I think that because it, um, historically we have as people of color have been outside of the wheel, you know, so we've never got in there. I wanted to, to show that with hard work and dedication, you can fit into this wheel or you can get into it. I think that would be the legacy that I would want to show is that as, as just as an example, that 
you can do it. You know, if, if you work hard right. enough, you can do it and keep on working at it. You can, you can have a place in here and express yourself because like, I think a lot of it now, like one of the things that is going now from like the, we had like the, um, the, like the seventies, whereas the black exploitation movies and we had like the, the, mm-hmm. the in the eighties, we have like more of the independent stuff. And then, but still in the eighties and nineties, we were still put in this box of like all black people are the same. But I think like right. you and me, we are black, but we also, we're also different identities. And I think now yes. we can show that, you know, there's a whole bunch of different, different, we are the, we are the same in our experience, but we are different in our identities. And I think that that's what we need to show everybody. And we can make different kind of movies. We don't have to just make this movie about like this love story about the ghetto. We don't have to be this. We don't have to still keep on making raising in the sun over and over again. We can make different diverse movies. Okay. We can can be different people. We can be different identities. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I totally get it because, and and that, that does happen. So, I mean, for whatever reason, and, 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 and I'm, and it's so crazy to me because I don't understand why it happens, but um, for whatever reason, I hope I answered the question though. No, you did. You did. No, you Mm -hmm. did. You did. And I I hope I, and I asked it to where you can understand it. I'm sorry. Um, Oh yeah. But no, no, you asked um, it perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it, it, for whatever reason we get boxed, we get boxed. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like immediately when we or when we take that step and decide to step outside of that box, oh yeah. my goodness, it's it's, yeah. it's it's hell. I'm sorry, just to say yeah. it's, it's hell because it's almost like one, it it's it's like what are you doing? You need to stay right here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but not even that. It's those who we who we think no seriously from those who we think who should be like yay yay yay. It's almost like they're saying the same thing. Like, what are you doing? You know, you're not yeah. supposed to be doing that. This is what we are supposed to do. And that's exactly. It. <laughs> yeah, it, and you know? actually, again, this is this is where I get on mental health. We know what it is. It's called schematic thinking. And basically, what it is, there's two types of people. There are people who experience the world and integrate their learning and their experience into a bigger understanding. And then there are those people who have this rigid, what we call schema, that they mm-hmm. take and attempt to fit the world in. And anything that doesn't yeah. fit, they discard like it's something wrong. So one of the biggest schematic sets of thinking is stereotypes. And people are like, why yeah. don't they change? It's like because these stereotypes are not based off of the individual or the person. It is based off of this rigid belief that all things that fit in this box, I mean, everything that, that look like this fit in this box, and therefore anything that doesn't fit in this box, there's something wrong with. So right. yeah, America has this box that they put us in, and they don't mm-hmm. believe that anything that's truly of us doesn't fit in this box. So the Michael Jordans, the Michael Jacksons, oh, they're different. Because they don't fit yeah. in the box, so they have to be something other than black. And w- the problem yeah. is we have schematic thinking, too, and we begin yeah. to believe it. So the first thing that yes. we have to do is we have to get rid of that schema and quit trying to fit ourselves in the box and then look yeah. at the world and experience it and see where we fit. And, so, and that's yeah. what it is. And schematic thinking in therapy is one of the hardest things to break because it's not based off of logic, common sense, or facts. It's based off of this is my belief, final answer, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 
Exactly. And, and, and changing belief systems. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And changing belief systems is so very hard. It's so very hard. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay, you guys. We got a little deep. Got a little emotional. Well, I ain't emotional. <laughs> my bad, I my emotional. bad, my bad, my bad. That's, no, I no, got a little emotional. I like it. I got a little emotional. But I guys, mean, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And I'm a big believer of dialogue and just being able to speak about different things. But not only that, but we're talking about legacies. And hopefully one day um, mm-hmm. uh, my kids or younger just someone, you know, from the younger generation will be listening to this and understand that and get from that I can be totally me, whatever that is, yeah. and still be black, still be brown, still yes. be um, white, still be yellow, whatever, and I can still be me, and it's okay. And if I decide to, yeah. you know what, you built this little box for me, but you know what, I don't think I'm going to fit in this box. I'm going to go ahead and step on out. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to do that because I'm trying to leave a mark or a footprint that's bigger than or doesn't fit this box, and me being stuffed inside this box is not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me because yeah. I just think about I think about you know kids who have been taught, and it's not just in the the Caucasian community or the Black community. Frankly, it's in all different cultural communities who have been taught these different belief systems and really believe this stuff and grow. To oh yeah. Adults believe in this stuff mm-hmm. and become have kids believe in this stuff and grow old believe in this stuff and then it's just passed on and passed on and passed on and just like you said there's no way to break it and it's so hard to break it but not even that they're a part of the ones who are pulling those individuals down and saying hey you know what uh-uh this is where you belong and that's it yeah so i believe as far as making our footprint we have to learn how to um Honestly, for me, the main idea is to be able to break out that box, break out that box, and just yeah. be and do yeah. oh, me. Period. I, I um, yeah. there's yeah. A, a particular lady that I follow online, and she has a boutique. And one thing that she said, she had a little Q and A. One thing she said, you know what? Um, one thing that was pivotal to my success was I agreed to be me. Period. Yeah. I agreed to be yeah. me wherever I was, whoever I was interacting with, doing business with. I agreed to be me. You're either going to take it or you're going to leave it. But I'm not going to allow you to put me in this box and say, I can only do my business here, only deal with these certain people. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to be me. (laughs) I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk to this one, interact with this one, make connections with that one, and be the best that I can be and leave that that, that footprint and leave my legacy. This is great. Mm-hmm. great. I yeah. appreciate you guys. I really do appreciate you guys. Mr. Johnson, no, I appreciate if you, you guys. Have some, thank you. Thank you. If you have some more time, you can stay with us and congregate with us. Before before we go to meetings, so I won't forget, I want to um, ask that you would just let everybody out there know if they want to follow you on social media, where they can follow you on social media, and as well, if you have any other projects that you can speak of that you have coming up, if you want to just let us know about that, um, so I won't forget. Okay. Um, thank you. I, um, I'm on, of course. I don't do Twitter that much. I'm on Facebook. Um, under just under my name, Corey Jackson, and I'm on okay. um, Instagram under Corey Jackson. And I, um, the, um, the tourist Nick will be out hopefully next year. And then I have another movie that I have a scene in called ball buster, um, with Jerry O'Connell mm-hmm. in it. And, um, he's the star of it. And that will be out next year. And then I have a couple other independent movies coming out. Um, and I'm going to be in a play in Santa Rosa here in California called uh, Between um, Riverside and Crazy. Oh, and, wow. Um, <laughs> 
So, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna, <laughs> but it's, it's that, that I'm working on that right now. That's, that's going to be at the end of the year. And um, just a, a couple working on a couple of little projects too. But yeah, I thank you okay. for letting me have this platform. And also the most important, um, one of the most important ones is like right now, um, like June 11th, um, you know, crisis, crisis hotline will be out. Yes, um, for yes. Everybody to watch. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking yeah, forward I'm look, to and it. And I'm, I'm going to watch that. And you know, I'm going to see somebody next to somebody who's like, I know him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, 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 we, we are family now. You're family. And I, yes, I, I, I you are. I expect you both to add me on Instagram and Facebook. I, am. I want you to be right my now. friend. Actually, when we go to, yes. yes, actually, when we go to break, thank you so much, Mr. Jackson. It has all, it has been yeah. a pleasure um, speaking with you this That's evening. Amazing. Thank you for chiming in um, on our show topic with Legacy. I appreciate everything that you offered. Um, again, I look forward to you guys. Please go check out June 11th Crisis Hotline. Um, not yes. only will it be starring um, Corey Jackson, but it is touching on something that's very, very pivotal and very, very important in our communities, period. Not just the black community, but our communities, yeah. period. Um, and all communities, it, yeah. It, it's something that, yes, in all communities. Um, and it just, and I'm a big believer of dialogue. And um, so just yeah. some, another thing to just start that dialogue and get that dialogue going. Um, again, you guys can check out Corey Jackson on Instagram and Facebook under Corey Jackson. Please, please, please you guys go check him out. Um, Mr. Jackson, if you would like to stay with us, we have a couple more minutes on the show. You can. If you have to go, we totally understand. But as um, always, in all of our guests, once you have come on, you are family from here on uh, out. If you have, yes, sir, right. yes, sir. If, Yes, I feel, if you I have feel any special. Other pro- of course, yes, of course. <laughs> we feel special. We thank you. I, I honestly, I, mm. I can't say enough to say I say thank you too much. But we thank you for just taking the time. No, I, um, we know that you have yeah. a lot of projects going on, a lot of things going on. So just taking the time to just chat with us. Um, if you have anything yeah. else coming up in the future, you want us to promote, you want us to share, if you want to come back on again yeah. and just call back on and you know, just chime in on a toe topic or whatever, feel free to. Every Friday we're going to be doing it. We're going to be on the show. We're going to be live. So feel free to. Again, we want to thank you. Um, A-Town, do you want to add anything else or add um, or ask Mr. Jackson anything else before we go to some music? Well, um, okay, I hope this ain't a long question. Everybody okay. gets to a point usually where they have to make a decision about what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. that decision usually is the person's next chapter. So my question is, do, do you have a next chapter, and how did you go from where you were to where you are? Um, yeah, I do have a next chapter, and I think that, like, um, it's it's kind of like this movie was, like, the next chapter because I was like, okay, I was doing these these projects, and then – I was like, okay, I want a starring role. And then you work towards it and you get to that. And like, it's the, one of the things where like your, your previous 10 become a seven and then you want to get to the next level after that. But I, I feel that you, um, the next chapter would be like, like getting into like um, traveling and doing like, like shows, um, getting a regular on a TV show or, or being in a movie um, where uh, of, of more mainstream movies a year, and just be a, a working, a working actor, you know, 
Like that's the that's the magic word everybody says. Nobody knows what it means, but everybody says working actor. <laughs> Not a, I don't want to be like a superstar <laughs> or anything. I just want to be a a working actor that gives my all and just I hear like that. I really always wanted to be a, a character actor that just was on TV. And you're like I know that guy, but he was in something. But I, I he was good in that. You know I just want to be that guy. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. I want to be that that's guy over reason. and over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I took a workshop, and um, they asked the question. They were like, are you, is it legacy or currency? And you, of oh, course, totally. we're all, you're doing things and building our businesses and going into our professions, you know, for the coin, to get our coin to take care of us. That's, that's obvious. Yeah. But what is the main thing? What is your main drive? So is it legacy over currency, or is it currency over legacy? And I had to sit back and, oh, think, and I was like, yes, always. Because not do I want to be that star, but I want to be, like you said, I want to be that working actor. I want to be able to, yeah. Yeah. so if it's a smaller <laughs> role, that's fine. If I'm just going to be on there for 10 seconds, hey, and then, you know, yeah. that's fine too, but a work, you know, I mean, so I totally get that. Yeah. So it's more legacy over currency, so I totally, totally get that. Well, since I want y'all to be working, I'm going to write y'all a script that y'all can act in. And we gonna please. Okay. <laughs> do that. I'm down. No, I'm so down. Uh, you know, that's, my, hey, that, that's my hobby. I, I, right now at, the, at my computer, I have two pilots and a screenplay written. I, I, that's my my fun, and I'm actually doing a one man play. Writing is my therapy oh. and what I do for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna write y'all a movie, and y'all just y'all gotta go oh, pitch it and get it done. Well, <laughs> well, you, know, if, you, you, you already said it. So. I already accepted. Any, any, you give me any yes. part. I'll, I'll be down there in a minute. <laughs> me too. I'm down. I'm down. So as soon as I'm you down. get it ready, hey pal, we're 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 ready. I'm, I'm ready. Well, I, hey, I just gotta pitch them, and you know, I'm a therapist, so I don't know all that mess. So I'm figuring it out. But um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I, that's, that's, no, that's my hobby. My writing is is like what I do for me, and then I, I'm I'm a therapist. For a living, but like now, writing is what keeps me sane. So yeah, that's therapy too, right? Writing, writing it out. Yes, yes it, it is. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I write as yeah. well, and it's a big, big help. It's a big, big help. And just like you said, acting is yes. your outlet. It's your therapy. Writing is is my outlet for myself and a town. That's like that's the therapy. That's it. It, it helps. It, it's where where you said I can't go into a room and just cuss everybody out and just jump on everybody. So let me just write about it. Yeah, I'm just gonna go mm-hmm. and also, just write about it. The show too. The show is really really good for you guys too. This is this is therapy that you are helping a lot of people because like I think the, mm-hmm. the the world of like radio and podcasting and all this other all the other stuff when you shoot out there it, it helps us so much. Like I think that it it's when now instead of like just music which is therapy we can listen to. Have voices and, and dialogue, like you say, yes. while we're working out, while we're while we're driving to work, like in a stressful situation when you're driving, like in LA, driving in traffic is crazy, and driving to auditions, yeah. driving to something, you need somebody, a dialogue. It's like you're talking to somebody. Because I was always thinking about that because I'm old. Um, I when before we had the radio, <laughs> like, now you have you can just find a topic and find a find something to listen to that that talks to you, you know. And I think this is beautiful what you guys are doing. 
Thank you. Right, we appreciate well, that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Again, Mr. Jackson, yeah. we thank you so, so much for coming on and hanging with us for this moment and just giving us your feedback in regards to the topic. We appreciate you. Um, we're about to go into some music. I'm going to follow you on Instagram and thank Facebook. You. So look for me, please. Joy, Joy, I'm the one with the purple hair, so please look for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and... I will. I'll do immediately. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much again. Again, you guys, this is the DR Radio Network. This is the next chapter. We want to thank Mr. Corey Jackson for coming on with us and, ta- and congregating with us and just speaking with us in regards to his projects and what he got going on and what he thinks about the leg- about legacy. As well, I have my awesome co-host, therapeutic host, 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 Mr. A. <laughs> as well. Um, so, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get into some more music really quick, you guys. Again, Mr. Jackson, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And remember, you, you are a part of the D-Hour Radio Network family. Okay? And I'll say that. I will be back. I'll be back talking yes. to you guys. Yes. Please do. Please do. We're on every Friday, every Friday, God willing, every Friday um, at a Central Standard Time. So please, yes, if you want to come in, tune in, just to say hi, whatever, please just tune in with us. Thank you so, so much, Mr. Jackson. Oh, no, much. Thank you, guys. And thank yes, you very, thank very much. It was wonderful. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. So, again, you <laughs> guys, you next chapter, do our radio network. Joy, Joy, A-Town. We have Mr. Corey Jackson. Now we're going to go ahead and get into some music really quick. We're going to do Truth Matters. Oh, um, The truth and the truth matter. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like ain't gathering. Blue strips take trips right, right after. You the truth and the truth matter. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like ain't gathering. Blue strips take trips right, right after. Ugh. Locked in bikini, switch and been twisted. Strawberry scented with the look of a prince. My queen, she a princess in my jurisdiction. Definition of it don't matter, that's my decision. My, my top notch queen, eyes hella squinty. Hella squinty. To tell the truth, I'm probably not in two minutes. But fast. Pussy leave juice all on my stomach like alkaline water, that's a purified woman. Dirty money, we didn't flip the bundles. Switch glocks, put the onion in between that muffin. Slap box was nothing. Nah, we have to target practice soon after have each other back. We hang backstabbers. Fuck em. Intelligent, my first impression. All that. Investor was her second suggestion. So I'ma aim for this woman. Don't make me have target practice at your stomach. Ugh. You the truth and the truth, man. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like ain't gathering. Blue strips take trips right, right after. You the truth and the truth matters. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like ain't gathering. Blue strips take trips right, right after. Ugh. Blunt and ass trace, reminiscing on the past days, death threats in the driveway, but it never hit home till that bullet hit you sideways. Misdirection, but in my direction, he wanna fuck a nigga, bitch, I call it interception. Intertwine when it's dinner time, if she ain't a dime, I never gave her 69, stop fucking with me. I don't do it for the streets no more January 29th, a young daughter was born Six pounds, 14 ounces 
17 inches, I leave you with 17 stitches for fucking with lyric. I do it for the family. It's just a man of me. Been through a lot of shit, it couldn't tip my sanity. They fall for fake Gucci, fake Louis, fake Prada. Ever since I met my wife, I've been polished. You the truth and the truth, man. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like hang gathering. Blue strip, take trips right, right after. You the truth and the truth matters. Living proof, residue through the burnt rapper. All because of you, I let loose like hang gathering. Blue strip, take trips right, right after. Ugh. Yeah, of course we gonna celebrate. After all the burnt missions that we've been through. Shit, this for yo. Straight like that. T-Y-Y dot. Sincerely yours.
Shawty far from average Slim thick wouldn't hesitate to grab it She want a nigga gon' show it to the lavish But she ain't worth shit if anyone can have it She like an open door Who claims she can't love no more Cause she been hurt before With Shawty when the love is pure It will heal all damage to the heart That's the only cure So enough with the he say She say I'm tired of the same games that she play I'm on to the money getting it each way Only thing worth giving to you all these days No more with relationships They have a nest Scatter minds lead to brokenness And then time will fix what you left me with A life lesson dealing with no more stress Chapter. This is your girl, Joy Joy, and I'm on with my awesome host, Mr. A-Town, my therapy host, Mr. A-Town. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Again, we want to thank Mr. Corey Jackson for coming on with us and talking to us and congregating with us this evening, this evening. Appreciate, appreciate Mr. Jackson. Again, you guys, go check out Cross's Hotline on iTunes, mm-hmm. Amazon, VOD, uh, what else, what else? Um, on all the streaming that's on all the streaming outlets, June 11th on Crisis. It's going to be the Crisis Hotline. So y'all go check that out. I'm very excited about that. All right. So just to, we have a few more minutes um, in the show. So I just wanted to um, talk a little bit more about um, our show topic and um, touch on the questions a little bit more. Um, again, for me, you guys, legacy is just so important. Um in regards to just leaving a legacy or trying to leave a legacy or just trying to leave a mark for, and not only for ourselves, but for those who are coming behind us, um, to just mm-hmm. basically encourage those that are coming behind us that it can be done. It can be done. 
Um, I love the quote that A-Town shared because immediately anytime I'm doing things and working on um, my next chapter, I always think about my kids. And it's so funny because I always um, picture myself, you know, my book is done. I got a um, an offer to do a movie. The movie's been done. And then now it's time. It's been picked for Grammy, Emmy, all that good stuff. And then I'm going on stage, and then immediately when I come on stage, I have all five of my children, so I'm a mother of five, I have all five of my children standing behind me. And this is what I've been dreaming, this is what I've been dreaming, y'all. And I have all my five children standing behind me, and the first thing I say is I did it for all five of them. So my motivation and leaving my legacy is them. Because those are the ones, those have been my ride or dies, as we say been through thick and thin with me, have seen me up, down, and indifferent. And my biggest thing is what I want my kids to get um, from me is no matter what, no matter what anybody says, does, doesn't do, whatever, it can be done. It can be done. Whatever it is that you want to do, it can be done. So that is my, my constant dream I always have. Um, um, when I dream and when I think about um, my future in regards to leaving my legacy is my children. Because um, I just want them to be able to see that, you know, no matter how hard it may look, um, if people are supporting you, not supporting you, whatever it is that you want to do, you can do. So um, do you have any other words, um, A-Town, in regards to um, our show topic and what it means to you or um, or anything else you want to share in regards to legacy? Oh, you know I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, legacy is like this. Um, from what I understand, the, from the African diaspora that we came from, life was always about legacy. I was, all, I was taught you are just, you're a link in the eternal chain of life. And that the strength of the chain is not only based off of those who came before you, but you. And so, for me, legacy is living, like I said, a a legacy of resilience to remain you, but also to give people something to aspire to. Like you said, you want your kids up there and say, listen, I did this. You can do this. And go do better than I did. Go do more than what I did. And I want to leave a challenge legacy. I want my kids to look up like, how am I going to do better than, than my daddy? You know what I'm saying? How am I going to do better than my mommy? You know, my daddy got a doctorate. You know, I got to get two. You right. know, my daddy, Okay. he wrote he wrote two books. I got to write five. You know, I want okay. that kind of, I want a challenge legacy and not one that demeans, but one that builds up saying, you know what? You came from me, and you have my support and all this other stuff, so you can do more than me. So what you going to do to best me? And you don't have to do what I did, but what are you going to do as far as legacy to outdo me? I want you to do more for your children than I did for you, and I want you to keep, right. and I want that to keep passing down. And that's what I want. I want my kids, I want, I want to have that challenge. I want to have my kids challenge each other and their kids' kids challenge each other like, we're going to yes. outdo each generation, and we're going to do more 
for each other. Right. You know, and build and right. build on that chain of life. That, that's what I want. I want right. to leave them something in every aspect of their life. You know, and right. something that they can sit back and listen and be like, you know what? No, I, I know about this. This this was given to me, and I know exactly. what I'm gonna do with this. Exactly. And also, I think another thing that's very important that we need to implement as far as leaving legacies and those that come behind us and also to let them know that and emphasize is, you know what, and you leaving your mark and you being um, better than me, I don't know what that looks like. That may look like whatever. I don't know what it looks like because I know sometimes people like to paint pictures and, you know, build these this, this perfect life for our children and for those that come behind us. And what I try to emphasize with my kids, I don't know what you're going to do. I know it's going to be mm-hmm. great, but I don't know what you're going to do. And I'm not, and I haven't painted a picture. I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but I want your best to be your best, whatever that yep. best is. So paint your, your own best picture li- and don't, right. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with paint you. Paint your own picture and don't, and don't allow anybody to paint a picture for you. And just like we were talking about earlier, put you in a box and, and then like that. Cause I am, I am the queen of not, of, of not conforming. Seriously, I, I, I cannot I cannot stand it. Um, and I and like I said, you, we don't we don't um, a best because I feel sometimes that, you know, people feel like you, you're only going to be your best is and I'm not please don't think that I'm not I'm not promoting it. You're only going to be your best is if you go and go to school and get all these degrees. And I love you, A-Town, for, for, for getting your degrees, your accomplishments. So please don't. I'm just, you know, just saying from my 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 point of view. Okay. That people feel like, you know, you have to get, you know, 102 degrees. You, you have to have the big house. You got to have all these cars. You got to do all this. No. Mm-mm. Your best may be, you know, totally different from that, and that's okay. But just going and leaving mm-hmm. in your own little, your own imprint, your own having your own voice, doing your own thing, being the better you. making And not even only that, but making, you know, the, your world and the world around you better. A little bit better, yep. you know, um, and just yep. not following the, perfect, the same pattern. Go ahead, Aka. Well, I was to say, my is where I attempt to pattern and pattern is a perfect life for you is the one you create yourself, and that and that's the way you look like, and that's what I tell them. It's like you know, you do. It's just make sure you do it, and you do it for you. Don't do it for right. me. Don't do it for your mama. Don't do it for grandma, grandpa, don't anybody. Do it for you. And people who right. really love you will be happy for you. And people who ain't exactly. happy for you, they don't really care about you. And they weren't even supposed to be around anyway. No. Oh, well. <laughs> yep. All right, you guys. We're going to go ahead and get to some music. Um, this is the Hour Radio Network. This is the next chapter. I am your girl, Joy Joy. I have a therapeutic host, Mr. A-Town, and we are talking about legacy. We do have a few more minutes, you guys, so if you still want to call in, 646-668-2574, please call in, hear what you got to say. Um, So we're going to go ahead and get into um, a couple of songs. They're going to be back, y'all. This is the D-Hour Radio Network. This is the next chapter. Mm Mm-hmm. I found a love for me Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead I found a girl 
Be more. 
Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. in my bag, what I Your paper, okay. Yeah, I like that song. I do. I love that I like song. That song. You know, that's Bay. That's Bay. Beyonce. That's Bay. <laughs> well, you, we are back. We are back. It's the D Hour Radio Network. This is the next chapter. I am your girl, Joy Joy, and I have A Town, our therapeutic host, on the line tonight. Just to do a little recap. So, our show topic legacies awesome bomb not even that we had our awesome guest 
actor, Corey Jackson. Again, you guys, go check him out on all the streaming outlets. June 11th, Crisis Hotline. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. You guys can go check him out on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm Corey Jackson. Um, Do you have any other closing um, remarks in regards to the show, our guest, ATAM? Well, uh, let's just thank the guest. And I looked up the brother on IMDb. Um, and if you ever have an actress or actor that you like, you can go to IMDb and it lists all the movies they're in. Support the brother. Go okay. look at his movies. You know what I'm saying? If all those want to know what else he did, because I'm going to go check out, you know, the other movies that he's done. And then um, yes. as far as legacy, I'm telling you this. You're going to leave your kids something, whether you know it or not. So it's yeah. best to purposely leave them a legacy than having to pick up a legacy from you and you not know what it is. That's true. Choose the legacy you give them. And remember like what Baldwin said, our kids will always fail to listen to us, but they'll never fail to imitate us. So understand that is so so true. (laughs) Every act, every act, everything you do, they're going to take it. And it's going to either be a legacy that is going to be profitable or not profitable. You want to make sure you leave them something that's going to do them some right. good. So okay. that's it. I like you know. that. I like that. And then I listen like to that. the show. Yes, please, y'all. Y'all listen to the show. Again, Joy Joy, A-Town, thank you. Banking, um, Corey, Mr. Corey Jackson, come on the line. Um, my spiel, hey, you know what? Just continue pushing on. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm not making any announcements. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying too much. You guys, I mentioned a whole lot about um, my writing and um, me pushing it out and be able to call, put the word author in front of my name in my next chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, I have completed my poetry book. It is completed. Done. My girl, congratulations. Um, Thank you. 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 Um, uh, I want to say one thing. The fear is is leaving. The fear is is leaving. Um, please excuse my my language when I say this, you guys. But I've kind of you know um, taken on the mentality of fuck everybody who does not believe in me, who has left me, who has talked down on me, um, who just for whatever reason. Um, did not see the same vision I had. And I'm sorry I had to use that word, but I had to do a lot of self-talk, a lot, a lot of self-talk. And um, I'm just in that place right now. I really, really am. It's so, so serious to me. Um, And that's just where I'm at. So the fear is leaving. um, And I'm proud of that. I'm happy about that. Um, it hasn't fully left, but it's leaving. Um, I'm able to um, walk a little bit more confidently within my gifts, um, whether they're there, not there, um, and especially if I'm by myself. But I have to say, poetry book is done. Um, my other books and things like that that I've been working on is still developing, still coming together. My poetry book is done just getting it out there now. So I just had to just say that and bring that out. Um, Again, I want to end with the promise. Um, 
to anybody who's listening, first I want to thank you guys for listening to the next chapter. I got to thank Mr. Jackson because I don't want to get emotional, mm-hmm. but the reason is because, and I'm saying this to everybody, if you guys have anything that you want to do, please do it. And don't allow anybody else to deter you from doing what you want to do. Please don't. I am learning and have learned that everybody is not going to see, understand your vision. And that has nothing to do with you. But I'm also learning that that man, the devil, he's trying to destroy. And I had to understand that. So with literally, you guys, with tears coming down my face, I'm really, really saying this. Y'all keep pushing, praying, and working. And whatever it is you want to do, please do it because it needs to be done. The world, if God put it in you, the world needs to hear it, see it, smell it, feel it, experience it. He, they need to. So keep pushing. Keep believing in yourself. Keep working. And just keep doing you. And honestly, I have agreed to, I have agreed to, you guys, agreed to be myself, period, at the end of the day. Again, you guys, this is the D Hour Radio Network. This is the next chapter. This is your girl, Joy Joy. I have my awesome, awesome, awesome therapeutic host, A-Town. I love you guys. I appreciate whoever's listening. I appreciate Corey Jackson. I appreciate the hour radio um, just for allowing us the time and the space just to vent and do our thing. But you guys keep pushing, keep doing, keep moving. We are on every Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, the D Hour Radio Network, 646-668-2574. If you guys want to, um, call in next Friday and um, listen to us. You are more than welcome to do that. But again, you guys, I want to say thank you. Thank you, A-Town. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I didn't mean to cry. I didn't mean to do all that. I don't know where it's coming from. But, hey, it needed to happen. Let me apologize. Let me apologize for being human. That's that's, that's my pet peeve. When people come into my office, I tell them, and uh, sitting down next in the chair next to me when I'm doing therapy, I said, one thing I will not tolerate is you apologizing for being human. Because if you're in here, it's probably because you haven't been allowed to be human without judgment and ridicule, and you're insecure with it or or unsure about it. Crying is what we do when we go through. That is our reaction. That's our response. I do not accept your apology, but I do accept your tears because they're yours, and that's all that matters. Thank you. Thank go. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank you, A-Town. I thank you, Mr. Jackson. Again, you guys, this is the DR Radio Network. This is the next chapter, leaving behind your old shit, stepping into your new, new shit. We are on every Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 646-668-2574. If you want to call in, y'all, I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. And we're going to go out with some music. We are going to listen to my favorite song. I love it. Big Jig, Millionaire Walk. See you guys next Friday. Yeah, yeah. J.D., man, you wrong. Put his on, Mr. Boy, Big Jig, homie. Big Jig, homie.
They said I walk like a millionaire. Big G. When I hit the scene, cat smile like a big G. I ain't talking. 